Hey mama, welcome to the Mom With Purpose podcast. I'm Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former teacher turned full-time work-at-home mom, and now I'm on a mission to inspire other moms to combine their passions with their purpose. If you're searching for more meaning in your life, or you're ready to take that leap of faith, you're in the right place. This podcast is here to inspire you, give you the tools and resources that you need to capture your purpose, and to go out there and live the most positive and purpose-fueled life. I hope that when you listen to this podcast, you feel like you're sitting down with your best friend. So put in your earbuds and turn up that volume and let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome back to this episode of the Mom With Purpose podcast. I am so excited that you are here today because I have a very, very special guest to bring on the show today. I'm so excited for you guys to meet Casey Morris and to learn all about her story. And if you're a mom, you are going to want to turn this one up, maybe get out your notebook, because Casey really gets vulnerable with us and shares a very personal part of her story. But I think it's so important that she does that because so many moms can relate to this. So I want to go ahead and introduce you to Casey if you don't already know her. Casey Morris is a former English and language arts teacher that now specializes in helping teachers transition from the classroom to online marketers by selling their teaching resources online. She's been featured on Amazon Live, Georgia Public Television, and Sirius XM Radio. She speaks to teachers all over the world and inspires them to start living again by turning their passion into purpose. She is passionate about helping teachers live a life they love and make the income they've always dreamed of. She now teaches educators how to create and market online teaching resources through her course, Transform Your Resources, and her membership program provides the necessary skills to help them become future CEO teachers. Well, obviously, I think you kind of get where I know Casey from, the teaching world. We have that connection, but she has just been such an inspiration to me from very early on. I remember watching her YouTube videos as she was transitioning out of the classroom and showed me that it's okay to want something more. It's okay to to feel a pull and a call to do something other than teaching in a classroom. So I'm so excited for you to hear Casey's message and her determination. And I'm just so excited for you guys to dive right in with me. So let's go ahead and meet Casey. Hey listeners, welcome back to the show. I am so excited for today's episode with our special guest. And let me tell you, you are in for a treat. I am honored to bring Casey on today. So Casey, welcome, and thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of your goodness with my listeners. Well, the pleasure is all mine. Thank you so much for having me, and this is going to be fun. Let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. So I have been following you for a while, and I feel like you and I are best friends, but I would love for you to share who you are and and what you do. What's your story? Tell us all the things. We totally are best friends, by the way. (laughs) Uh, Sure. I'm Casey Morris, and I'm a former eighth grade English and language arts teacher that now helps teachers who are overwhelmed maybe in the classroom turn into this thriving CEO teacher. And it's been the biggest blessing in my life to be able to help teachers fulfill a dream and a passion and a love like they've never felt possible and to see them, you know, reach for the stars because we deserve that as teachers. And I am just so excited for the future. And my business has just recently taken a big shift. You know, I used to just sell my teachers teaching resources online, and now it's molded into helping teachers do the same. So that's who I am. That's who I serve. And yeah, that's it. And that's kind of how, that's when I first found you. And it was when you were on YouTube and I used to watch, I was in the classroom and I used to watch your videos and I was like, who is this funky girl who just had me laughing? You had, you used to do that like chipmunk edit. And I just loved, I mean, I kept coming back for more. 
But the one video that I loved the most that you did was when you talked about leaving the classroom and how that was a big shift for you in your business and your career and where you were headed. And I was, that's when I was kind of like, oh my gosh, I could totally do this too. So that was at my initial connection and following you along. So why don't you talk to us about that? Like you were in the classroom and then you decided to make this big shift. Where, where did that come from? First, I'm totally embarrassed that you, it's funny, like that's where most people say they found me. And like, I don't, I don't just tell people like, go find me on YouTube because those chipmunk voices, like it's so funny that you say that because they make my skin crawl now, but I'm so glad that you connected with them. So many people say that exact same thing. And it all started with the intention to serve people and to help them because I was in the most beautiful days of my entire life. So in 2013, I was, I have, I'm a mom of four boys. I guess I need to give a little bit of background. And I was struggling through what I now know was postpartum depression in 2013. And I often say that my, you know, I, I I no longer felt a light anymore. My skies were no longer blue. My grass was no longer green. And it was just really, really hard for me. And the only joy that I found in my day was not having to do my job, which led me to the World Wide Web. And that's where I found a place where I could buy lesson plans and they could do the work for me. So my days were just long and they were hard. And these lesson plans gave me a little bit of spark because it was something I didn't have to do at work. And what I didn't know was that that moment was going to become my defining moment. It's what I call my me moment of all time. And in that moment, I realized that I did love to teach. I was a good teacher. I started to ask for help and I just kind of transitioned that into what if I did this myself, started selling my teaching resources online. And back then in about 2014 or 15, I started recording YouTube videos because I had found a purpose again and I was starting to be happy again. And that just led into a crazy snowball effect that allowed me to leave the classroom and pursue that full time. I was earning crazy, I mean, just ridiculous money, just selling my lesson plans online. And I knew in my heart that if I didn't leave the classroom and just go for this dream, because this was what I was so passionate about, then I'd always wonder what if. And about eight months into that journey after I left, it was like this paradigm shift happened inside of me where this light bulb went off. I was seven months pregnant and I just told my husband, I'm supposed to teach teachers how to do this. I don't know what it is, but like I have to teach. I'm, I'm struggling here, floundering around making lesson plans because I have to teach. And I think that the rest they say is history. Oh, I love that. I love how you felt that pull and that call to do something more and that you didn't just sit in that, that you really pursued it, even though you didn't know what it was going to look like on the other side for you. And I do want to back up a little bit because you brought something up that I think is a huge part of your story. And I do want to dive into a little bit more. You talked about some depression that you were feeling, you know, and I would love to talk about like what that looked like for you and, and how that was a part of your story. Sure. And it's hard. Uh, you know, I didn't talk about this part of my life, believe it or not. I think sometimes people like they have a story and, you know, they have something that was their saving grace and depression was not mine because I was in denial and I didn't want any, I'm a happy go lucky person. You follow me on Instagram. Like the last thing you would think is this girl used to be depressed. So for me to go back, I decided to start expressing what I was going through on my podcast. And I did a, I did a podcast called from depression to determination. And it took me, I don't even know how many days to record it. Cause I was just, I haven't gone back. I haven't gone back to 2012, um, 2009 to 2012 ish in a very, very long time. So 
it is hard still for me to go back, even when I do these interviews, because I don't like to take it to those times because I am married to the most awesome man on the, I mean, you know, for me on the planet. Um, he is an award-winning dad. He's a principal at the time. He was a baseball coach and a football coach. I had the man of my dreams and I had the children of my dreams. I had everything you could ever want. We were living in, we weren't, you know, like living high on life at all by any stretch of the imagination. We had one vehicle. We barely paid our bills, but we were in love. There was no reason for me to be depressed. I have a very supportive mom and dad and my brothers are my best friends. Like, why am I going through this? So I think that that was why I never asked for help in the beginning was because there was no re like I was sad, but I would tell myself like, Casey, this is ridiculous. Like you're not depressed get over it. Uh, but you know, if you've ever had that sickness or that disease, you know that it's not that simple. You can't just get over it. And I just, I don't even, I felt like my days were on a carousel and it was just this nasty, grimy carousel that just spun over and over and over again with no happiness and nothing but sadness. Um, but you know, once I, once I decided to kind of step out of that and, um, that same around the same time within a week or two of each other, when I decided to start selling my teaching resources, I actually did go to the doctor and they asked the same questions that they ask after you have a baby. They say, um, are you sad? Do you not smile very often? You know, there's like a questionnaire on an iPad that you take. And normally I was like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And this time I decided to check the other boxes. I decided to be honest with how I felt. And my, it opened up a conversation between my doctor and I that I was very uncomfortable to even have. And he was like, you have postpartum depression. And that was, you know, that, that coupled with me wanting to sell my teaching resources online, those were, that was my me moment of all time. Oh, and I love how you talk about, and I'm glad that you are talking about mental health because I think, especially as moms, we often forget that in order to take care of our family and, and be the best that we can be, we have to take care of ourselves. But it's so hard as moms to do that. I mean, I'm sure that you can relate to that. Hey, mama, I just wanted to take a quick second to ask you if you're ready to create more mindfulness in your life. Are you looking for more balance in your week? Well, have you grabbed the Mama Mindset Workbook? I've put together a free workbook to help you get your mind right for the week. As moms, we are always giving to others that sometimes we can forget to pour into ourselves. Well, I want to make sure that you are filling your cup up every week, and this workbook is the first step in doing so. Just head on over to bit.ly slash Mama Mindset Workbook, or click the link in the show notes to grab your free workbook. It is. And I know like I, I'm a strong person and I love everything, you know, everything's so easy right now, but it is like trying to tell that story. I was so uncomfortable, like I'm sweating and I was like getting choked up because it, even now to bring it up, you know, because I was admitting defeat. That's what I felt like. It's like, I didn't have my life together. You know, I couldn't take care of my own kids. I mean, but I was losing weight at such a rapid rate. I was probably 20 pounds lighter than I am now. And everyone was saying, oh, Casey, you look great. Like, what are you doing? And here I am thinking I'm dying inside, you know? So it was really, it was just a hard time for me. So you know, to say that selling my teaching resources online was my saving grace is kind of cliche, but it really was. It's, I don't know where I would be today had I not had had those two moments within a week's time span because they made me who I am. That's so awesome. So you talked about some of those defining moments for you. 
in those moments, did you realize that that was a defining moment for you? Or is it kind of like that hindsight looking back now? It's now I know that that was what I needed in order to kind of get over this. Because sometimes it's not as easy just to see it in that moment. Like, oh, this is it. This is that light bulb that I needed. Yeah. I didn't know it at the time, but I I always talk about depression. And when I was conquering it, it wasn't like one day I was like, I'm not depressed anymore. Hooray. I talk about it as having these pieces of paper. And each day I would take a piece, whatever it was that I was struggling with, and I would wad it up and I'd throw it in the trash can. That was the person I used to be. And I knew I was doing that day by day, but what I knew was different than something I had ever experienced was this fire and light inside of me. I wasn't sleeping, but it wasn't because I was depressed anymore. It was because I had this purpose and this passion and this fire inside of my belly that was like, girl, this is your moment. Whatever you do, you finally found something that you're passionate about. And I am so sad that so many people have not found that yet because I think everyone has something that they're, and it doesn't have to be something that makes you money. It can be walking outside in nature. It can be, you know, going to the beach with your family. But once you find it, you know that that is it. And that's, what's going to change your life. So I knew at that time and that defining moment that this was going to change my life. I just had, I couldn't have written the story as, as good as it is now though. Yeah. And I love how you talk about like things that don't even bring you money, like starting this podcast for me. That's, that's kind of where I was because I had left the classroom and I was helping, you know, my clients when that I was working with one-on-one, but it's still that fire inside of me saying, I want to help the masses. Like I need, I have a message that, and a gift that I need to get out to other people. And I don't know how that is going to look. And then when podcasting, I, you know, I had been listening to podcasts and and seeing how that was going to, how that was changing my life. And I'm like, this is it. This is what could really help get my message across. So I love that you talk about that. And um, the next question that I have for you is what was it like once you finally found yourself? Like how, how are you different now than you were then? First of all, you go girl for chasing, for knowing that that you needed something for you. Because like you said, serving your clients is one avenue of your business, but is that always serving you? Yes, you love to help people, but is it really fueling you too? So you go girl for starting this podcast. And you know, the reality of not being in the classroom is that you get bored and you don't really have any friends. And that was hard for me is that, you know, the camaraderie that was the teachers I worked with, it was really hard for me to, you know, kind of, so the podcasting gives you a friend, a virtual, cause we're, you know, people may not know we're looking at each other right now and we get to see, you know, how we are acting and all that kind of stuff, which is so, so important. And I just went off of whatever question you asked me. So whatever question that was, could you repeat it so I can yes. go back, bring it back. That is fine because I just did an interview yesterday where I was being interviewed and I'm like, I so like the interviewer part of it because I'll get talking and going and then I'm like, wait, what was that question again? Like I just got off on a totally different <laughs> tangent. My question was, what was it like um, finding yourself again? Oh, okay. Yay. So like I said, little by little, I was talking about those, that paper and you're throwing it away. So it started a lot with the negative banner too, was forcing myself out of listening to other people that were really, really negative. You know, part of my depression was that I, you are the sum of the five people you hang out with the most. And the five people that I had chosen to hang out with at my school hated their job. They weren't satisfied in life. They weren't happy at home. And even though I had all these things, I'm listening to all of these people. I like the analogy of a crab bucket. And I don't know if you know this or not, but crabs, if they're in a bucket together and one of them is trying to get out, the rest of them will pull that crab right back down. 
And it's because they're trying to get out too. And they don't realize what they're doing is they're really just keeping all of them in there together. And that was me. I was the crab that was slowly trying to get out and I just kept being pulled back down. So I had to have some hard no's. And I didn't know what they were at first, but it started for me with uh, my very first audiobook, which changed my life. And I'm listening to it again right now. And if you follow me on Instagram, you're so tired of hearing me say it, but it's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. It was the first book, and it still is, that every line he says challenges me to want more for my life, challenges me in ways that my mind had never, ever gone before. He's so intelligent that he, it's not an easy read. I wouldn't just be like, yes, it's so much fun. You should go read it. It just challenged me to think bigger and to think broader. And that audiobook led me to podcast because I enjoyed listening to it and walking during my planning period so much to avoid the other crabs at my school that I started listening to podcasts. And, you know, thanks to Amy Porterfield and Pat Flynn and Rick Mulready and so many other people, that was when, you know, that's what it started to look like. And I didn't know that all of these people were molding me into who I am today. And when I get to meet them, I will tell them, you know, how eternally grateful I am for them. It was, it was a team effort to pull me out of depression for sure. And they were a very big part of it. And I so relate to what you were saying about the, the negativity at, at the school. And, and sometimes that can be hard when you're in more of like the virtual online space building your business. Cause sometimes you can feel like, Oh, I miss having someone to go and eat lunch with or things like that. But that can weigh you down when you are in a toxic environment and feeling like you have no other way out of that and, and not sure how to escape that. So that's why I love what my business has done for me. And I'm sure you can say the same thing about you is that it's just open your eyes to a broader world of what you can make your journey and that your journey does not have to be what you went to school for. And not to say that you and I both don't use our skills. I mean, I feel on a day-to-day basis, like everything that I've learned in my teaching career has helped me and shaped me. And it was just part of my path and a part of my journey. But it's just opened my eyes that I can do and be so much more than I ever thought I could be or trained to be. Exactly. I totally agree with that. Okay, Casey. Well, you have just... um, I love that you're, that you're opening this up, this discussion up, because like you said, as it was hard for you to talk about that, I'm sure that there are other moms and women listening to your podcast, to my podcast that are going through this. So I love that you have shared about this. And my, my final question would be, if you could go back and tell yourself something during that time, what would that be? Like if there's a mom listening to this right now and she's going through this and you could kind of give her or give yourself that, that little piece, what would it be? that the future is more beautiful than you can even imagine because you always think the grass is always greener on the other side. So what does the other side look like? And I would try to envision that on days when I was struggling, you know, what does it look like when I am out of this environment, when I am making the money I've always wanted, because I don't know, I'm sure you're familiar with the be, do, have model. So many people preach it and talk about it, um, including James Wedmore and Jim Fortin and Stephen Covey talks about it. And, you know, I was coming from a place of, I have to have, these things. I have to have the money and I have to have me leaving the classroom and I have to have the new car and the new house to be happy. You know, I have to be that per I have to have those things in order to do the things I want to do to be the person I want to be. And instead I totally reversed that. And who do you need to become first in order to have the things that you want and to be, and to do the things that you want. So that's kind of 
the, if you can study anything, it's who are you being on a daily basis that's helping you towards your journey. And that starts for me with positive affirmations, looking in the mirror and telling myself, yes, you can. And asking yourself the question, why not you? And I spoke to, I interviewed someone the other day and I asked her, you know, how important positive affirmations were for her. And she was like, not, not really at all. Like those don't work for me. And I was like, really? And she said, yeah. And I said, wow. So if you're listening and you're thinking, I cannot pump myself up in the mirror. So what she would do was get into, you know, a relaxing hot bath and taking just a small moment of time for her every day. And that's what worked for her. So do something for you every single day. And if you're thinking that you'll never get out of this, I just promise you that the world that, you know, God has painted for you on the other side of depression is more beautiful than you can even imagine. Oh, that was just so, so awesome. And I love how you touched on pouring into yourself first. Cause I think it's, especially as moms, I've mentioned it before too. We have to be willing to say it's okay to take time for ourselves, even though that's some, one of the hardest things to admit, because we know that everyone needs us. You know, our kids need us, our husband needs us, our house needs us, all these things need to be done. But that's what it was for me too, is finding that if I could just take 30 minutes of my day and listen to a podcast and really pour into myself and, and make myself feel better or grow more or learn more that I'm going to become a better mom for my kids. So I just love, love that you said that. Um, but before we wrap up, I do have three rapid fire questions. You did already answer one of them. Um, you must've known that it was coming, but one of them was what book you're currently reading. And I kind of knew that obviously going into it because I follow you on Insta stories. So I, I was like, I know what she's going to say, but you already even answered it before I got a chance to. So we'll move on to the next one. What, um, what's a podcast that you're currently binging on right now? I am currently binging on Ed Milet. Now, let me just to go ahead and say, Ed, it's M-Y-L-E-T-T. I am, he is not my normal style podcast. I actually looked at his cover and was like, this is not for me. And he's standing in front of his jet. And I was like, not my style at all. And I am obsessed with this man. He has all of these things. He's built this empire, but his heart is so good. And he's so humble and he's so kind. And he basically is interviewing the most successful people in the entire world because his podcast gas is like number one. So he can get anybody and he does them on YouTube. And, and so they record on like a video and then they post them as a podcast. So you can watch it on YouTube and then you can also listen to it on a podcast, but like from Olympic athletes to Jenna Kutcher, just to see them at their raw state. And basically he goes through the motions of what things do you take made you successful? And every person has a different story, but we can learn something from every single story. It's, it's funny though, how everything, it seems like everything goes back to like family and love and passion. Like it's never about the money. It's never about the fame or the success or any of those things. So Ed Milet, and I think that's the name of the podcast, but it might be something a little bit different. Yes. And I watched the one that he did with Jenna Kutcher. And I think it's, it's a very important thing that you brought up too, because stories really are what draw me in. Like when I, I, I can listen to podcasts and learn all, like all this free knowledge about business strategy and content and Facebook ads and all that stuff. But the one that really resonate with me, you know, those are the ones where I'm sitting there and I'm just listening to someone share their story about where they came from. And those, like you said, those defining moments in their life. So yes, I totally, totally agree with that. And then my final question for you would be music is a huge part of me and like right before we got on this podcast, I was listening to Lizzo just to pump me up to get me ready. <laughs> so what is your theme song for the week? What is the song right now that's just going to like totally give you life? 
Oh my gosh. So funny. You asked. So I'm a music person. Like this is my life, my soul, all these things. And Lizzo is my home girl. I love So we're soul sisters now that you brought up Lizzo. And I just actually rode on a Peloton ride with, it was a whole Lizzo ride. It was so much fun, but I have listened to on repeat. It's an oldie. Just give me some slack here, but it's called uh, soul shine. I'm sorry. I had a mind. I was like, what is it called? It's called soul shine. And it just talks about, um, a soul shine is better than sunshine and it's also better than rain. So whatever you can do that makes your soul shine, you have to do that every single day, no matter what happens. And I don't know why it's just been on repeat. My kids love it. So we've been listening to it. It's super old. So I'm sure none of you know it, but you should Google it. Well, it's, it's good that you have songs that you can listen to in the car with your kids. Cause now, well, I do listen to podcasts with my kids, but I don't think I should be playing Lizzo. Lizzo right? <laughs> but, that was so funny. Yes. Okay. So Casey, thank you so much for coming on today. It's just been such a blast before we wrap this whole thing up. Where can my listeners connect with you? Cause I know that they are going to want to follow you and hang out with you and just soak up all your goodness, soak up your podcast. So tell us all the things. Please come find me. I'm on Instagram and it's just Casey Morris and it's spelled weird. Thanks mom and dad. It's K-A-Y-S-E-M-O-R-R-I-S. You can also find me on Facebook there. You can type in the CEO teacher anywhere and find us there, CaseyMorris.com. And we have a top ranking podcast called the Go-Getters Podcast where we share secrets to marketing your online business. And as Aubrey said, the story, because the story is super important. Speaking of, I have a train coming behind me. So welcome to South Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just brought up one more thing that I wanted to make sure that I mentioned with you before this podcast interview and I was getting ready. I listened to your podcast that you did with Jasmine Starr and it was kind of one of those like full circle moments because I feel like I was in your position as who you were and like you're my Jasmine Starr. Um, You're going to make me cry. (laughs) No, but seriously, it just has been when I... When I sat down to do this podcast, I made a list of people who I really wanted to come on because I felt like they had such a strong message to resonate with moms and teachers and anyone who would be listening. And your name was the first name that I wrote down. And to get you on this podcast has just been one of those big dreams that I didn't think was going to happen. But to, to message you was stepping totally out of my comfort zone to ask you. And I'm so glad that I did because um, you just shared so much goodness today. And I'm just so honored to have you on. Well, I am, that is the sweetest thing anyone's ever said. So I'm over here crying my eyes out. Um, And I know what it's like to be in your shoes and ask someone that's a big ask. And to know that I'm even that person for you just like completely blows my mind. But I cannot tell you how much I appreciate that and dream big girl, because you know, I'm going to say it, the best is yet to come Mm -hmm. and whatever you want in life, go after it as hard as you can. And all your dreams will come true. I promise. Well, thank you so much, Casey. And it's been a blast today. The pleasure. It was all mine. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Here's what I want you to do next. Take a screenshot.